Welcome to the Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and we are here back after, I don't know, a month and a half, two months of my recording show? Yeah, I, I haven't gone back and checked, but yeah, uh, back here in uh, in our respective homes, Chris all the way on the on the East Coast, North Carolina, and I'm here in uh, lovely Lincoln. Raleigh, 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 North Carolina. Bro, we dropping, don't 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 drop them. Uh, what are they? Don't drop them. them coordinates. Don't and yeah. Don't drop trouble. the locations, man. And the like P and B rock. Rest peace. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, he didn't even. It was his his lady that dimed him out, basically. Happens a lot. Happens a lot. But you know, chasing. Yeah, man, you gotta you know understand those people around you. Got to know, hey, we we can't be posting our locations and stuff. Bro, I know it. Like I'm suspicious of it now, and that's just because I listen to rap music all the time. But I'm like, oh no, we don't need to let everyone know where we at. Keep that low. Yeah, Given all your details, man. If you if you're good enough, there's someone can find you no matter what. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, you don't, don't have to make it easy. Don't gotta make it easy on people. Mm-hmm. But that lovely, that lovely, sexy voice you hear is my good friend. Your your good friend. Everyone's good friend. Christopher Zero Cool Tucker. What is going on, sir? No, I'm not. I'm not your friend. I live in the South now. I'm 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 a hardline conservative. Don't you know? That's uh, I don't care about anybody but myself. Pulling, pulling yourself up on your bootstrap. Is that a CD player behind you? It is. It's like a boombox. Is, is that a CD player with an Amazon, an Amazon, uh, whatever it's called, a dot? A dot yeah. Yes, it oh is. Oh my god, you you are a modern day version of my grandparents. Look, I use I use the dot for everything. Listen to music, setting timers, and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I live with a mother in law who's uh, a hoarder, and so she still listens to. The radio on her little boombox thing and it's we've even we've shown her how to use like you know the the amazon stuff mm-hmm. so it's just it's just funny it's not even amazon you know, it's, it's, you know. it's a it's alexa or whatever shut up alexa yeah, well, she lit up you know that thing is definitely recording you fucking right oh yeah that's why i make it extra weird okay. yeah <laughs> and it's like <laughs> yeah just whoever's listening, they're just like, "Oh man, I You're regret." Welcome. Yeah, they're like they're, some weird stuff. The, the, the CIA agent who's who happens to be listening to my conversation has to has to listen to 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 whatever I'm going through that day. The most the most arousing conversation ever. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, they they might be so? the luckiest person. I've been good, yeah. man. I've I've been I've been doing well. Um, you know. Living, living the dream, living life. Uh, now just working, not nothing much. Working. That's it. The thing is, this is the problem. That's only ever said by people who are miserable. <laughs> like no person who's ever yeah. actually been living the life have answered that question. Like I'm living, I'm living the dream. The only people like... who say that are people who are like, they take it, it takes everything in them to not put a pistol in their mouth. No, I feel like it's the people who answer you with like, oh, it is what it is. I feel like those people are oh, just yeah. like they're just going through it. That's in my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. They're just going through the, the motions of the day. They're just like, let me just get through. And it is what it is. Yeah. Ten toes up. Still here. Hey, baby. Still in the fight. Yeah. No, everything's everything's going all right. Um just preparing, man. Preparing for that baby, man. 
Yeah, she's yeah. she'll be here soon, sooner than I think. Right. You know, sooner sooner than than uh, than I want because it's I there's too much to do before she comes. When I tell you that kid, that kid is safe inside of her right now. Like yeah. everything is getting ready to get everything is get exciting and scary once the kid's here. It's gonna be awesome though. When you think back when your kid's like ten years old and you have you have however long this show is going before we finally walk away from it. <laughs> any any week now, uh, you you have what it looks like audio diary of your progression as a person, really, which has got to be wild. Like from I, from getting married. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I want her to listen back to this. No, for you, not no, not not. Oh not, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. She can't, they can't know any. They can't know about any of this. No, yeah, no, it, no. it changes how we're viewed. Uh, but yeah, it'll be great for you. Like you, you'll be able to look back one day. Maybe if you had a boy, you can let him listen. But you'll be able to look back one day and and kind of chart your progression, uh, if you if, if so you do, and see how you know you went through being engaged, married, to kid, and, and you know whatever's next. That's excellent, awesome. Oh yeah, I, th- I think it's kind of it's kind of cool to have uh, to have it captured, you know, in 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 the cloud, and I can go back and be like, oh, some of the steps I came back from my honeymoon or. After you know announcing had a kid, like it's it's kind of cool to have that as an audio diary, kind of basically of my life events. Oh man, Tucker talks about anal sex a lot. It's, it's more often than I expected. If you listen to him back to back to back, some would some would say not enough. Um, some would say too much. But are they truly the, who we want to listen to? Well, no, no, no. You, you ignore anyone trying to restrain you. You just you're look, you're a goddamn patriot. You don't let anybody tell you it's too much. They don't like it. They could suck your American flag on a pole, or, or whatever you call it, and and, and fuck right out. Like, this is uh, this is freedom territory down here, baby. Uh, as we say, do do not tread on on my snake. Whoa, that snake is spoken for nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> this snake is spoken for, madam. Yeah. Or sir, I'm please, not started. You know. Why? Why not? Yeah. Don't be scared of them, man. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> you say whatever you want. Don't be scared of them. You'll be fine. That is true. I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll be fine. You're equal, we'll just, You're equally fine with a dude grabbing your dick. Sure. Sure, you're fine. Look, I'm. Like, I'm pushing them away. I'm going. Hey. Not cool, bro. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> Or if it, if it doesn't work, we'll just blame it on Ben. It works. Or Gilbert. Iron One historically has uh, benefited us great. Yeah. It's always nice to have those two to fall back on. <laughs> exactly. How's your life been, man? How's how's North Carolina living? North Carolina is fantastic. Um, I'm, I, I am remiss to speak too highly of it because I don't want people to come here. I want you all to stay in your place with all the things that you love that you all think are amazing and just keep, keep all that shit over there. Uh, good luck with your power outages. Oh, come on. <laughs> Flex alert bullshit. Right. And it doesn't even exist. It's not real. It's not, right. there are no energy concerns. There's no energy crisis. No. Uh, yeah. It's this, this, you know, well, I'll tell you guys a secret. Raleigh is amazing. It's amazing. Every day is, is very, very, very. 
uh, you know, there's there are challenges. I'm not I'm not overhyping my situation or anything. We have challenges like every other family. But uh, yeah, in general, uh, if I compare living to Raleigh, living in Raleigh, right, to recording in a closet or my damn near shack in Long Beach that was falling apart <laughs> or the apartment in Oregon where I recorded in the closet and uh, fairly certain there was some little domestic violence going on above me. Uh, when you when you compare it, when you take all those into a closet and you compare it against the ease of my life in general, Raleigh, comparative. Uh, yeah, I like it. And Raleigh is full of fuck. You know, uh, eat or get back home to see a galaxy game for sure, but uh, in general, like yeah, fuck the shit. I should, I should, we we should probably have started off saying how Chris couldn't find his uh, cord for his microphone, so uh, we do apologize for for the the audio quality this weekend. Yeah, yeah, or turn it off if you don't like it. That's fine. Yeah, too. that is true. That's we, true. you already downloaded it. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> we we got you. Fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> We're not even doing. We're not even doing like a proper, normal episode, if you will. It's more of just like Ed and I haven't talked in a while, but we we're kind of touching base earlier today and kind of seeing, you know, what was up. And then it just came to this last late last night. But bro, we just got. <laughs> we got to uh, talk about whatever's going on right now. Let's go. Let's you, like like Chris said. We're not gonna. It's not gonna be your typical episode. We're not gonna be like yeah. So structured. It's we're not just gonna structured kind of just, and all. Yeah. Because Chris hit me up yesterday saying, hey, do you want to record? I was like, sure. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Keep it easy. Hey, like, yeah, Erica, and, <laughs> Erica and Jonas went down to South Carolina. Just need some family. So I was like, yeah, you know, it's open. I've had my, my kids have been here for a lot of three months, basically. Um, and so tonight, kind of the first night, there was an opportunity. So we were like, yeah, let's you know, shoot for the moon. Let's do it, man. Let's talk, man. It's just. It's over, right? Like, it's all over. It's kind of hard not to see it as 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 being over, you know. So um, it was we had what the it was it four games or five games unbeaten. I think four unbeaten. Four games. Is it five? Uh, you know, and and most of those were draws, which if you if you're looking on the on the bright side of it, it's fine. You're, you're getting points, but. Man, everyone was like, hey, we had those two games in hand or we have games in hand over whatever teams, and now it's just – but it's still you have to win those games, and now it's just looking – after you lose into a, a pretty poor Vancouver side and just looking just disheveled, and they looked yeah. like they quit. Six, six games unbeaten, by the way. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Six, six games unbeaten, four draws. So two wins, but six unbeaten. So uh-huh. it's just – and and with other results going our way, where you know <laughs> teams above us are losing, and just it's it's disheartening, and it's just you you have that feeling in your gut like oh man here we go again it's the it's the San Andreas me uh, meme you know it's like oh shit here we go again yeah I mean it's it, it feels for me it feels uh, it feels reminiscent of the end of the in the LAFC playoff game, that you know, I think I told you it's the first time I've been like, oh, I think fairly certain this is this is the end of the road. Like, pretty sure we're going to lose uh, to them. Where I, I typically, I'm of the opinion there's there's not a universe that allows such horrific matters to take place. 
Um, that was the first time I was like, yeah, this is probably seems like it would make the most sense. And, and you know, it didn't disappoint. Um, it, it definitely feels like the end of a chapter, a big chapter. You know, I, I try to look at when, when I think about the club and, and, and the terms of what we do here in the podcast, Twitter and all that stuff. I try to think of the seasons like uh, like a story, like a book, and this feels like certainly the closing uh, of, a, of a pretty big chapter. And I don't know. I, I hope that closing is the end of this cycle we've been on, but I think really it's just um, yeah. I feel they, like they, I feel like this is like the red wedding of the galaxy. Like the last six years have been like bad, a red yeah. wedding where everything just feels terrible. Everything's going bad. And it's like yeah. our our well, fortune like, our fortunes have just been. You know, we've been this, you know, on a trajectory up upwards trajectory, and then it's just an instant just like dive. Yeah, but how big of an upward trajectory were we on? Like we're well, mid, we're a middling team. We're not we're not good. We haven't been I mean, good we're, we're, we're talking about like 2014 peak winning MLS oh, Cup oh, again. And then you're from, talking about the in the eras. Yeah, the so the end of that era, and then it just 2015 and Going forward, it's just, just what a, a dive from there. In in that sense, I think we are still very much in in the middle of a chapter. <laughs> I don't think oh. we're leaving that one anytime soon. I well, hope no, not. We, oh, yeah. We, we seem to be uh, invested and nested in this this current uh, view and ideology of what we are and and what is acceptable. And there was a time, you know, when you talk about errands you mentioned 2014 and and that that team and that group of guys and that that, that chunk of seasons really uh, a heyday you can't recognize it i mean the time since those years is greater than the amount of them that you know and the amount of years that have taken place you would say arguably that frame is what 2009 on 2009 2015 maybe 2015 takes seven years like that's how long it's been that's all, and it's it, that's how long it's been since we were we were decent. Like we're not, we're not that 2014 team. We're not those 2015. That that era of invincibility. We talked about it. I think the last the last show we were you an Austin fan. Every time a Galaxy fan talks about what they are and what the club is and 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 its level and prestige, like it's a joke. You don't know any of that. They don't know anything about that. And Atlanta fan doesn't know anything about that. There's there's not much difference than Arsenal fans talking about when they used to win trophies and then being a big club and not being you know reasonable and realistic to the fact that qualifying for the Champions League at all is a major major coup for them uh, because they if you just look at the makeup of the Premier League they're probably a Europa team that's that's just in general how they that's no disrespect you know they're doing pretty well so far but like they haven't played anybody and and you know we. We're similar in as much as like we 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 shell off the result, and everyone starts to feel good. But what you're forgetting is like not a well structured or well built team. There's not a there isn't a well structured plan in place. Um, the signings that we make are are emergency signings. They're they're band aids for problems. There isn't a, there isn't anything that looks remotely close to a concise plan. And we stumble from from fire to fire to fire. And and none of those, all those guys will be here next year. All the all the guys who are deciding these things and are and are directing 
the flow of, of history and where we go in the direction. All those guys will be here next year. There remains it's been the same point we've made for years. There's zero accountability. So are you zero are you are you like um are you putting money on that that client and company are are coming back next year that he that he's getting this extension? What 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 would make you think anything else would happen? That's the thing. Like, what what other age has a has anyone who works with AEG said work? Ever, ever, no. Uh-uh. So what what would lead you to believe something different? Than that? I yeah, that's a, that's a, that's what's the I think that's what's pretty disheartening is that there's no even hint of of a change. Like the you know yeah his con- uh, client's contract is, is is up, I mean who knows if if he's already resigned or he's whatever you know they say well well they they'll talk about the end of the year but I mean they're making moves like he's what he's staying more, on. What would be more surprising to you that he signs an extension or that they announce that he's fired? What would be they, more surprising? I'd be more surprised that they they don't resign him. Okay, so the two options you pick a third one. Well, so I well he's if he's if he's technically if he's sorry if he's technically hasn't re-signed a contract or yeah. or you know redone a new deal, um, I, I would be shocked. Fired. I mean, fired. Would would you be more surprised to hear today that he signed an extension today or that he was fired today? Oh, would be more surprising. More surprising that he got fired. Isn't that isn't that crazy? It's insane. It isn't is absolutely insane? insane. It's insane. That, and, and he's been. We have been a, a shell, a shell of ourselves for probably eight years, seven years, somewhere in that neighborhood. And it would be more surprising that the architect of that shell loses their job than gets an extension to continue to do it. Because the expectation is that even though we've been a shell of ourselves for the vast majority of the tenure, that he is not being judged in the same way other people would normally be judged. I was on the phone with a, with a Sounders friend of mine. Shout out my man, Keith Hodo. I was on the phone with a, a Sounders friend of mine, and he was talking. He was trying to understand what has happened to the galaxy. What what happened? Because you know, you think about when we met Keith, talking 2009-2010, we're a juggernaut. We're to be feared. You know, their their club is, is as a as a point of their season. It was winning the game against the galaxy. Um, he's asking. He's like, "What happened? What's going on?" And I was like, "Oh, well, you know, I." I don't even get really all that upset. When I talk to you, I get mad. But in general, I don't really even get that mad. It's, it's a matter of fact. We're run by people who are who are not solely focused on winning. And we used to be solely, solely focused on winning. It's, it's not to say that winning was, was a priority. It's not to say that, you know, we really wanted to win and we wanted to see if we could win or we wanted to see how good of a season we had. We had people who were solely focused on winning, victory and getting trophies and, you know, for whatever reason, whether it's the marketing or the global brand of the club and the of the club and all that stuff, whatever it is, they were solely focused on winning and we're not solely focused on winning. And he says, he goes, uh, he's like, you know, man, it's this Chris Klein guy. Chris Klein, president of the galaxy. He's not doing a good job. And I, I sat for a second and I said, you're wrong, man. He's doing a great job. He, and he is. He is doing a phenomenal job at whatever metric they're grading him by, which is a different metric than what you're grading him by. As a fan, as a podcaster, as a, as a supporter, whatever. 
whomever is listening to this that's a galaxy, you judge him by a different metric than AEG judges him. And he is doing a phenomenal job by the metric that AEG judges him. Whatever that metric is, we don't know what that metric is. That could be problematic. Maybe perhaps that's something that gets brought up in these supporter groups meetings or whenever they talk to his bosses saying, hey, what the fuck is this? What is he doing that's good? That, that is the reason you guys keep re-upping. And I'm not, I'm in no position to, t- to tell any supporter group what they should do or shouldn't do. I don't give a fuck. Like, I know I'm going to do that whole political dance, but let's be real. I, I'm not engaged in that world anymore. That's not my life. That's their life, and they got to deal that. They do that dance. But it would be great to know the metric by which that dude is judged. Because if it's, if it's winning, if it's even maintaining the brand that you inherited, not even building it, not improving on it, if it's maintaining the brand that you inherit, how can anyone say he's done anything before? And so he's doing a great job. He's doing an outstanding job at whatever he's being graded. It's just different than what you Yeah, I mean that's and that's the issue is we, we're coming from it from a different perspective of you know on field performances. Like that's where we want to see the team thrive and do its best because as you know, it's it's a sports team, it's a sports game. You want to win and you want to have a team who's gonna be a winner. Um, and especially with a team like ours, who's, you know, been this, been the premier team, uh, you know, for so long and, and, you know, first to five and, you know, you know, all this, all this stuff, you know, he's judged on running an organization, both on the field and off the field. And we're talking the business side, we're talking the media side, we're talking all this, you know, and so he might be doing three or four things, right. And to them, that's like, okay, well, that's good enough. Yeah. He's, he's, he, it, it, it would, you would imagine, you would imagine president of the LA Galaxy, even today, is a coveted job. People would want that job. They are choosing to keep him versus the people who would want that job. He's doing something well. He's doing it well. He's not being competent in them. This is them likely re-upping him for a second time. We don't know that it'll be five years and six years like last, but more than likely re-upping, re-upping this organization. They're co-signing this organization again. The last time they co-signed this organization, he was dead last. The only time at the club we only time second. I think only time after that we finished dead last on his watch. They re-upped him again. So if they re-up him now, if that if we continue it again. And, and I don't, look, I, let me say, I don't blame blind individual performances. That's ridiculous. We lose a game and we're terrible. I'm concerned as the leader of the team, as the leader of the organization, look, why did you sign Kaiser? Because whatever answer you give me for why you signed Kaiser, I'm going to ask why you signed Kaiser. Why'd you sign? Why'd you sign Ryan Revolution, and then need to sign Delgado, and then need to sign Grubman? Is Kaxeric your backup right back, or is Kelvin Leardham your backup? If it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. Send him somewhere else and buy a new player. And when that dude doesn't work, send that guy somewhere else and sign a new player. What plan is there? What structure and plan is there? Greg said. Greg said. 
when everything got settled, we would have the best defense in the one of the best defenses in the He has shuffled every player on the back line since he said that. Save for Julian, who is obviously entirely undrafted. Whether the play dictates it or not anymore. There's not a there's not a real competent back. So you're not legitimately you're not dropping him for a game. Yeah, well, What's I the mean, plan, man? I mean, Nick Nick DePew is just straight up just missing. He's, he's just yeah, not even getting. Jorge Villapanio was a Greg Vanny signed first. Greg Vanny signed. You signed four left back. Sent them. Been here two years. What like what position? Save for Chicharito, has this guy not cycled, 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 cycled? Rolling Grants here, we're supposed to be our starting. Can't start. Can't start both of them. Can't start the players that you replaced them with because <laughs> they're terrible. It's it, 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 it's crazy to come from. You know, it's the fault of this this Sounders fan of mine because you know we were talking. He's talking about Bruce Arena, and I had to tell him. Like, all Bruce cared about was winning games. All Bruce cared about was winning games. I don't know what the MO is now. Like it, it, it's just it's just different. It's just different. I don't know what you see. Do you see anything different than chaos? Uh, I mean, is it just chaos? I mean, it's just you have these. I mean, we've we've talked about it before already too. It's just you have these guys who are running this organization who one who seems to be uh just taking money off this team somehow and no one no one's saying a damn word about it like clearly <laughs> clearly clearly just making side hustle side money off of the off of these signings and allegedly, just allegedly, allegedly and just allegedly. Not, allegedly and just nothing happening to this dude. I mean we're talking signing after signing <laughs> of him just but not even finding players, having some guy from France be like, hey, you need a center back? I have this guy. Uh, he hasn't played in a year and a half because he's been injured, and then the team didn't want to uh, put him back on the field. Uh, but he drives a Ferrari, so that's cool. You can have him put – he's going to post pictures of it in, in L.A. and and look cool, so you got that. Um, doesn't here, he does, here's a guy in, in Shelvick who um, – Initially, you'll have a contract for under TAM or not even TAM, um, and it'll be for two, three years, allegedly. allegedly. And then uh, somehow allegedly. he gets – somehow allegedly he gets a, a five, six-year contract worth more money. Uh, I don't know how the, I don't know how you negotiate yourself into a worse deal when the first deal was already set in place. Uh, but okay, that makes sense to me. So you have these, these figureheads – who don't seem to have the team in the best interests. It seems like they have their own interests. Uh, and obviously, you know, they're, it's a job, so they're not going to, you know, they want to make the most money for themselves as they can. And, you know, now we're, now we're... Said, Ed, how many times have I said, if I were in the galaxy tomorrow, I would hire you. I would hire you a hundred percent. I don't know what I would find you a job for, but if I ran the team tomorrow, I would hire you for a job. That's why I should not run the galaxy. Yeah. That's why when everyone's well, not everyone, but when I've I've seen people say, like, oh, let Tucker be president. Don't let me be president. I'm not fit to do that job. I'm not equipped to do that job. I'm exceptionally emotional. 
and make stupid, rash decisions. I can be thoughtful. I can take my time and be patient and be thoughtful. But when it comes to things I'm emotionally invested in, I tend to, to rush in headlong. I shouldn't be president of the team. But I love the club enough to be able to accept that about myself. I, there, are there jobs that I can do for the Galaxy? Yeah, they need IT help. If they need someone to help build a cloud infrastructure system, if they need something like that, I got you. I can help with that. Don't let me be president. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make cold decisions about, about some things I probably should be a little more emotional about, and I'm gonna make very emotional decisions about something that should probably be cold and logical and tactical. Tactical. Tactical can't be, but using better tactics than I have. Don't make don't put me in that job. Don't. It's not a smart decision. Yeah, but I, I can accept that about myself. So you know now we're seeing the the Vanny out movement. I think I think we're we've gone past the Karofsky out the the Klein out and now we're back now we're on the uh, now we're on the Vanny out train, which I think is I mean one I think he's he's his decision making hasn't been the best. Um, and we don't know how long he's had, or if he even has the uh, authority to bring in his own players that he wants to bring in, because that still seems to be a Karofsky and um, people above him decision to bring in players. I'm sure he has a word and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and some some somewhat of an influence, but at the end of the day, you're going to have Klein or Karofsky, the one making these contracts. Um, but you, the word seems to be. It seems so, to be in general they're his they're his picks. Um, the the problem to that point is the waters have been purposefully muddied for so long. It's really difficult to actually know who's in charge of what. The way you the way you you frame whether they're Greg signings or not, and we don't know whether they're Greg signings. It's the same way you framed it about Ziggy. Same way you framed it about GBF, and it's the same way you're framing it now about Greg. For, for it, it's not a coach issue. It's a, why Greg shouldn't go? It's not a coaching. You got to understand. It, does he make some wild decisions? Absolutely. And I'm, this is not a defend Greg Manning by a stretch. No one can be successful in that job. No one. And I think that's kind of what my, my point was going to go to is that you're gonna you can keep changing these coaches keep changing them over and over again it's not going to change the fact that you have a front office that is incapable it seems like they're incapable of putting out a product that is both um, a winning product and both financially and on the field so you're gonna have where these guys are continually bring on players I mean, you hear that there's the rumor party of like um, Suarez coming in next year. There's, you know, it's still over these guys who are, you know, 36. And I mean, can you still go? Probably. Will he have a motivation to play in MLS at, at, a, at 36, 37? I, I don't know. Well, Cialini's uh, here. Cialini's here. So I think he's, I think he's still got a bite for the game. Well, yeah, there you go. But um, look, it's, it's any, but I don't any want him because. I don't want him. I don't want Suarez. I don't want Suarez on this team because just for the fact that Big Tony really doesn't like him, and then he he uh, says he won't come back to the games unless Suarez 
is a he'll come back when Suarez leaves. That's what I'm saying. Like once Suarez is gone, so that's that's a big reason why I I don't want. Take a break. You know, you know. That's why I'm 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 on Team Tony. So always, always. Um, But you know, I would take I would take Suarez to the point. I would take Suarez. I don't. It doesn't. It's irrelevant. It doesn't. Yeah. It, it, it's hard. It doesn't matter. Like you're not getting it. And I mean, at least, what I at least, at least, he'll pro- at least he'll probably make his penalty shots. Yeah, but look, are these more you, than half of them? You had, you had Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Wasted. What is what is Luis Suarez doesn't matter. Ricky Pooja isn't going to matter. These guys aren't going to matter. You had Nigel De Jong. It didn't matter. You had Allison Dreamy, it didn't matter. It's Lawton, it didn't matter. You had Geo when he was on it, it didn't matter. You, it, it's not. Lawton is the best player, ability wise. Lawton is the best player who ever played for the Gals. I mean, MLS, right? really. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. At least MLS. At least MLS. For the time he was playing in America, you could argue he's the best talented player to play in America. Going back to the, to the NASL, and they had greats in the NASL. But when you're looking at the time he was in the country, you could say he's Lawton's the best player to play in the country. Made the playoffs once, went out, went, won one playoff game, went out in the next round, won a wild card game, went out in the next round. It doesn't matter. It, it can't, it cannot matter. You signed Chicharito, you needed help for a whole season. You, you signed Yanni Gonzalez. A right winger when you needed a right winger and you had to play him at forward because you weren't built to play because you didn't really think about it. All you thought about was you got to fucking get Chicharito. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It does not matter. Every person that's like, we should go get Cristiano Ronaldo. Why? What? What does it matter if you can't fix the systemic problems? If you cannot fix the, if you have a kid in your house. And that kid keeps getting thick because you have black mold on the wall. But you give the kid cough medicine and the kid stops coughing and he's not sick for a day. But he gets sick in three days. What does it matter that you keep buying cough medicine? If you're not going to clear the black mold, the kid's just going to get sick. In a couple days. That's, that's the current state of the organization. This isn't me bitching about one game, Vancouver, Toronto. It's the makeup of how we do business. We have one scout, and he was part-time for U.S. soccer last year. He's done the job for four years. For four years, ever. He's a former player. That's the only scout we have. Why? If you have an actual scouting network, you can't get away with just your buddy running the department. It's hard. People are like, why don't the Galaxy have data analysts? Because data analysts are going to show you that you're wrong. And we cannot have that. We can't. You've never been able to have it. It has to be a boys' club because a boys' club can cover for you. A boys' club can ignore things. A boys' club can say, well, I don't know. It looks like the ball's going to turn it around. The guy's got good energy. He's got back and plays a lot of defense. But if you if you had a data analyst, the data analyst can go, look, man, he's fucking useless. But he's still better than Douglas Costa, who you shouldn't have bought. It doesn't, none of it, it doesn't, it cannot matter until we make actual seismic changes. I don't know whether they're going to fire Greg again, or not again. I don't know if they're going to fire Greg as well as they fired all these other coaches. I don't know. I know. I I, I don't know. I feel certain 
that client and his people aren't going anywhere. And it's a shame, man. It's a fucking shame because Greg should work out and, and it's not going to. It really, it really, it really is. And everything looks like it's falling apart. It is the, the players look like they're fighting on the field. They, like they can't stand each other. Yeah, I mean, like you, you make that point of, of having that feeling that inevitably that, you know, these guys are going to get re-signed and contract extension and all this stuff. I mean, how does that, how does that feel? Like, it just feel you feel hopeless. You feel like there, it's not going to get any better. Um, you know, they'll, they'll throw some promotion of, of some Galaxy's merchandise and we'll feel we'll Central play. American night. We'll feel the the endorse the endorphin rush for 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 a little bit, and then you know we brought back down to reality about how this team is just a shell, a shadow of what it was eight years ago, seven years ago, um, where we we're praying, hoping that we can make it as a seventh seed in the playoffs every year. Not even not even like if we can make a top seed. It's just like. By God, if we could just make it in to the playoffs, like that's 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 a successful season at this point, and that's that's absolutely With like not what we should. The do. second or third highest highest paid talent. It's not you know it's it's Man United, top to bottom. It's Man United, he, and, and this is for my man Brandon. You can How do you think losers out? They spend money like crazy. You can't say the Galaxy cheap. You can say they're incompetent. You can't say they're cheap. They spend money. A lot, a lot of money. Concerning amount of money. A questionable amount of money. They spend. It's just consistently in the wrong place. Consistently with, with what appears to be. I mean, I don't even mind. Ed, Ed I don't even mind the wrong place. Because you're not perfect. You're never going to get everything right. I don't even mind spending money in the wrong place. It's at least in this current regime, just blaming, talking about where we're currently at, who we're currently signing. Forget about the try to forget about the Shelvic, forget about the, the uh, oh God, Siani, forget about the, the, the uh, what's that French goalkeeper's name? Um, terrible, terrible boy from Tottenham, Chelsea. I'll say Chelsea, boy from Chelsea. Um, oh, with a C, what's the kid's name? Somebody, everybody's yelling at He's terrible. Um, see, I don't know everything about the Galaxy. I have too much in here. I, I spend all my time thinking about Raheem Hancock. I can't remember this his name. I think about players who, who completely don't matter. Um, but we spend big all the time. It's just, it's scattered up. There's no plan. There's no, it, it seems to be very, very, very little forthwork. Very little planning. Um, they knew they knew they were on the brink of selling Julian for two years. Why are you just going in to get a signing on at the end, at the very end, to cover the guy you signed to cover? It's just it's just it's awful. awful. Everything is it's just awful. And I, I I try to be positive, I'll be honest with you. It's the reason I, I don't tweet as much, you know, I tweet about the gallant. I try to tweet less than outside of game day. I don't like senseless mindless, continuous negativity. And there isn't another avenue for the current or setup of the LA Galaxy. There isn't anything but consistent negative. If you're paying attention outside of Pui, Pui, Pouche, outside of Pouche, like 
what is there? And even Pooja is done. Like he's 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 some. I'm sure they worked very hard at it. Like they worked very hard at the bone. But it's another stunt signing. That is, it's great that he's here, but he's also the fourth center midfielder we've signed in the last year. Year. Yeah, and I, I feel like Kim, it's it's kind of like the Zlatan thing where it kind of falls into your lap more than you doing any work and, and getting that. Zlatan done. shows them. It's not yeah. look. It's not. To, it's not to say that that Rossi didn't do a great job. Not to say that he didn't lose Zlatan and they didn't go out there and make a whole big spiel to try to wheel him in. But you got. I mean, you're talking. You're talking arguably the third best player of the last, you know, 15 years. He chose you. Of course he chose you. It's, it's a part, it's a part of it. And he decided, yes, I can come to the galaxy. And and good on him, man. And good on good on you convincing him. But everything it, it's the one star. It's the it's the thing we can if we can get David Beckham right. And what happens in 2006, 2007, 2008. We nothing else makes any sense. Can't handle the rest. We can sign Chicharito, but look at the rest of the team. We can sign Steven Gerrard, everything else around him falling apart. They can do the one, but all they give a fuck about is the one, and the one is what they're focused on. The one is what, and they they just, they, they will never get. These guys, these guys won't get. Bruce Arena seemed to get it. He seemed to get it. The, the previous administration, they loved, they loved the star signing, so they went and got a manager that was strong enough to make sure that the other guys around him, that were around the one guy, were going to be good enough to get the results they were looking for. But these guys, the one man, it's the, it's the one. And as long as we got a one man, they're fucking good. And I know Pusha's the one. Or comes in for Chicharito spot, for Postman's spot, or Carl spot is better. I always have hopes for the gal. I always hope we do better than we're doing. They got to show me. Man. So let's talk. Let's talk. We have, uh, what, four games remaining? In the season, something mm-hmm. like that. What, what is your opinion? Do we do we make it? Do are we are we flattering out of this? We don't deserve to make it. We're not we're not in the top seventeen and one. We don't deserve to go. Like I I don't I want us to go of course. But I don't, I it I can't for the life of me I cannot believe we have Houston on decision day. Right, it's gonna. How is this? How is this record going again? How are we playing the same record over again? It's gotta be on purpose. That's that's just the universe. Just be like, hey, we're gonna. You should know how the story plays out. Justin, we got RSL, the team, the team that we're we're most likely competing with for that spot. Probably RSL, got a little Portland, got a little Seattle, but RSL as far as sitting there. I mean, even Colorado. Colorado's on thirty-nine points. I mean, My so here, yeah. Here, I'll I'll read it down for you. Yeah. Um, Portland at forty-five points. RSL forty-three. LA at forty. Seattle at thirty-nine. Colorado at thirty-nine. Vancouver at thirty-seven. Uh, SKC at hey, thirty-four. Hey, mm. hey, 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 hey. Erica texted oh. me. You got to read that again. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Minnesota's at or Minnesota at forty-five. Portland at 45, RSL at 43, us at 40, Seattle at 39, Colorado at 39, Vancouver at 37, and Kansas City at 34. But I mean, Kansas City, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, think, I don't think they went out to. They just whooped our ass. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
But I think well, that's just you us. You said we have RSL 43? RSL 43. So, I mean, it's it, you have that's five a, teams. That's the but it's the 43. The 43 is the spot. We're not yeah. doing 45. I don't think we're doing 45. And I definitely don't think we're doing 45. Holding, we're not doing 45 with, with 45 holding 45. Like, 40, I mean, it's... No, what I'm saying is it's, there's... It's not like it's... And it's scraping. It is scraping the barrel of acceptability. It's trying to do math on figuring out how you're going to finish in the last playoff spot with yeah. one of the most expensive teams in the league. Again. Yeah, that's Again. that's where we're at. That's where we're continuing at every year. Um where we're we're scraping the bottom of the playoff barrel every year. Well, not every year because we we don't make the playoffs, so that's you know. Yeah, we're lucky to be this close, but that's yeah. why I don't. I'm not. I'm still not. I'm not. I get it. I get. I get. Every, let me let me phrase it this way: Every person who is Vanny out, I understand where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. It's not for me, but I get where you're coming from. I genuinely do. It ain't gonna fix anything. If if it, it's just gonna pound it, it's only gonna be worse. They're not gonna fire a head coach president and a technical director in one year yeah i feel like i feel like i feel like most people understand that i think most people understand that the true issue is you know the front office and the client and karofsky's um i i get why people are are upset with vanny with some of the, the decisions that he keeps making um you know we are in a time where we're having a game every four days. So mm-hmm. whether you like it or not, Cabral is going to start a game every other game, probably. Sasha um, is going to come in. Most, gonna, most games, Sasha is going to come in. I most think games, he's, I think he's most playing Victor. I think he's playing Victor a little too much, but I mean, that's just, hey, you got to. Yeah. You're too long. But you know what? Victor, Victor who is, is fine. He's not. He's not good by any stretch. And what he's look, he's he's fine. He just doesn't have. He doesn't have a lot in the tank. No. Victor is what you get when winning is not the sole priority. And and I say that because everyone and their mother could have told you last season he needed to be replaced. He was aging out. It, we're closer to the year too late than the year too early, and he's not in a position that you can really gamble that on. Everyone and their mother could have told you a year ago he needed to be replaced. But you held on to them because what you want isn't to win. Winning is not the sole priority. What you want is to win with a young, academy-grown Mexican number 10. So you held on to Victor for one more year to give Efrain Alvarez an opportunity to earn that starting point. Because winning is not the sole priority. Winning a certain way with a certain demographic is the sole priority. And what happened? Reportedly, Efrain Alvarez had told him he wants to leave. And Chivas you to say, offered to take him on loan and the galaxy said no we're looking for permanence because winning is not the sole priority it's a priority <laughs> well they know if they put him on they take him on loan they're like they're going to be like ah no nah, we're good yeah no look there's only one way this kid's getting out there's only one way this kid's going and he just signed a new u22 deal he's in he's he f right now i've had a conversation with a good friend of mine who is um Involved in the galaxy, and very, very not very knowledgeable. 
their position essentially is you fuck kid. They don't have to, they don't have to sell you. For every person that's like, sell that frame, it doesn't make sense from the perspective of the galaxy front office. It just doesn't. You could say, just the front office, I separate personally, let me, this actually probably clarify this. When I say the front office, I separate Greg from the front office. The front office is, is Klein and, and, and the buddies, and, and it probably drops as low as about Toronto, and, and, but he's not really involved in that. He's like, you remember in a Christmas story, there's that bully, and then there's that little redhead ginger kid that's hanging around that bully, the little toady. That's where he swims at from. But I, that's, that's what I consider the front office. I consider it the people who think they're making all the good, good plans and decisions. They they have zero incentive, zero incentive to let Efrain Alvarez go. Save for, save for, he's causing a problem in the locker. Financially, they don't need to let him go. He cost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cash. They got you on a long-term deal. They can, they, you can rot in the reserves for all they give a shit. Like, if they wanted to, if they wanted to go that way, I don't know that they want to go that way. But if they wanted to go that way, they could hold him as long as they want. They could hold him for the length of his contract. What's his value? Who's going to buy him at a value that the Galaxy are willing to exchange him? There's a reason Chivas offered him on loan. Who's going to buy him? You're going to be potentially in a bad spot. Unless they wanted, they want to do you a solid one. But they can hold on to him for a very, very long time. But it's the reason we don't have a number ten to play in that Victor Vasquez. It's the reason that we have to sign Ricky late in the window because Barcelona can play him in the ten. Because you can't go out and buy a ten. Well, play him the in ten. Some, can... Play him in ten sometimes. Sometimes you play him on the wing. Sometimes you play him on the wing. Sometimes you play him center mid. You have to play him on the wing, Ed. You spent a lot of money to sign wingers, and you're not allowed to start any of them. Well, you can't play any of them. Not if you want to keep your job. No. It's a, it, bro, being the Galaxy manager right now is a poisoned chest. It's the reason I don't want Greg to go. What we have right now is some form of continuity with a, a guy who could potentially be a very long-term manager. But it's impossible to find success. What you need to do what you need to do is lower the expectation of the fan base to match the reality that we're existing in, which is how not is, one of the team that's going to qualify for a How is the smartest man to come across the galaxy, Caleb Porter? Because he said he's not. <laughs> he, he's my not. man. My man got free courtside tickets to the Lakers, knowing damn well he's like, I'm not taking this damn job. Play the boss like a fiddle. Oh, but man. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't play these guys like a fan? Who doesn't take them for a ride? Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't man. take them for a ride, man? It's, it's, it's standard operating procedure nowadays. All right. So let's get into We did uh, put out some listener questions. Let's get into that. Or do you want anything else before? No, no, that's fine. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, dude, it's just like, it's just, we gave, we, you know, we've given up, we gave a, a penalty in three consecutive games. We have a penalty in three consecutive games. All legit calls. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, all that's, legit calls. Uh, all clean calls. I think that's that's one of the biggest things is, is especially seen in this last like month, is you've seen the lapse of thinking, and you see how these players have just kind of slumped, and they'll they'll like we we'll go go down or whatever, and then you just see like shoulders go down. 
you see attitudes change. Uh, there's definitely something going on locker room wise with all these guys who just seem to that locker room. That locker room must be fucking ball. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chris had put up a post today asking for uh, for listener questions. So uh, we're gonna start off with. Uh, Michael Dallum, I'm assuming. Uh, is Josh Drack closer to being the left back version of Nathan Smith or Julian Araujo? Wow, that's not fair. Uh, I, I mean, Julian Araujo, but I feel I feel like Josh Drack is like the middle of that. Yeah, it's, it's that. He's close, I would say he's closer to Julian, but that's a really really wide spectrum. Um, I would say he's he's closer to, you know, I, w- I would say it like that. I think he's closer to a left back version of Oscar Sordo, where he he's done a great job down in the second team. We I I, I haven't referenced that kid positively in years. He's done a he's doing a great job on the second team. He's doing a good enough job on the second team to warrant uh, garbage minutes or or you know maybe every now and again if we're winning. Uh, a couple minutes on the first team, certainly a couple, couple minutes. Uh, but Araujo is unfair, and, and Nate Smith is, is definitely not the case. Definitely, definitely not the case. That's the one thing, and I know now, especially. I mean, uh, Vanny's not gonna gonna give these guys any minutes because he's you know his job's on the line or whatever. It Everything is, is pressure. Yeah, yeah, that's why you know. And what for? Like, what was the point of signing guys like? Uh, Judd to a first team contract if you're literally never going to play him. Like, it makes no sense to me. No, 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 no. You're wrong. Pay them. Pay those kids to keep them so that you, you don't end up in an Augustine Williams situation where you have a promising kid on your second team who gets who, who takes so long to get their first team deal that by the time they get it, they seem to start dragging ass. We, we, paid, we paid Judd specifically to be proud. You pay Judd and the level of work rate that you get that you get from him, because now he sees that you're that you're watching him. He sees that you're rewarding good behavior. It's a let it be a meritocracy. It's still a meritocracy down for the second team. It seems. I just think it's, it's funny that that the guy who they literally have no backup forwards, even when they play Dejan and Chicha together, no it's other forwards on the roster, and so they're like, you, you but know, that, that comes down. But that comes down to. Whether it's, it's that comes down to the continued lack of merit-based starts in attack for the galaxy. Attack is not a meritocracy. That's what we've talked about. It. It's why it's been so admirable that Efrain had been able to hang on for as long as he did, or that Ethan had become such a part of of the attack first team as he did, or even Jose Villarreal was pushing to the first team. Like attack, playing an attack for the galaxy is never going to be a meritocracy. Where they play star players. So in this case, at least Preston is going to get paid. He's going to be taken care of. That's true. Part of the MLR player team because they're taken care of in the right way. All right, this one from Black underscore Vader eighty nine. Should Chicha give up PK duties? He should never take a penalty for the Galaxy again. It took me, Ed. I am not bullshitting you. It took me a solid maybe four days to get over that to make I was, yeah. man, I, was I saw you. You were still posting on Twitter about it. Like four days later, five I, days later. I was, I was sitting at my desk, 
I was like, I can't believe he's fucking connected that shit. It's it's so unbelievable. It's so unbelievable that he Panenka, that he attempted a Panenka away. He's a captain. He's the captain of the fucking club. Away from home. For the third penalty that this ref called. That he definitely, definitely didn't No, that was call. that was at home. Was that at home? I thought that, that was, was a, it was a home match. Oh my god. Oh, that's right, because everyone started booing like crazy. Yes. But as 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 captain of the organization, as captain of the organization with three points on the line. Sorry, I'm I'm replaying it in my head. As captain <laughs> of the organization. I, I stopped. As captain of the organization with three points on the line, out of a playoff spot. Like out of a playoff spot. If, and I think I think the worst part is when you say like imagine we, we miss the playoffs by a point. That's what's, it's what's gonna happen. We'll probably miss it by two. I think we'll miss it by two. And and it's a shame, man. Like telling you it, he's gonna get remembered. And, yeah, and but I, I said so on Twitter. I was like, this is how I think the two's gonna end up going down. And somebody was like, You can't believe you're 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 convincing his entire time on the team to one pick. And I'm like, I'm I think everybody else <laughs> I think all these people are going to. All right. Yes, he should give up the PK duties, by the way. This he, one from be, I think he'd be three behind Giotti all time if he if he could just convert a penalty. And 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 you've made less than 50% of your P, your PK. You have a penalty. You have a penalty in the 96th minute of stoppage time. In the 96th minute of stoppage time for the third PK this this ref is called. The goalie didn't even move. Slightly. Like, Ugh. yeah. All right, this is from uh, good friends over at AFJA. By the way, go support them this weekend. Uh, they're doing uh, soccer, uh, soccer uh, equipment drives and uh, and it is Central American night, so go so, go help them. We'll celebrate them uh, over this weekend. Um, we, go, we we went over this a little bit, uh, but can the Galaxy sneak into playoffs? Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially you have games against the some of the like you have RSL game. You have uh, we have a game in hand on RSL. Like we can we can absolutely it it can be done. Yes, it can be done. I could walk into work tomorrow and my boss could say, hey, Chris, we're handing the whole team over to you. That also can happen. Yes, it seems unlikely, to say the least. But yes, it is possible. Okay, this one from uh, Mr. Julian Herrera. Who's the Galaxy's best hope to replace Chris Klein? Like the cockroach, he will outlive us all. Yep. I don't. I do not have. Don't have you know for I'm president. Not certain, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not certain that. You know what? I'll be honest with you, man. I don't even want that. They sound me on former players so bad. I, I don't, don't want that because the, there's like the thing that came out where they were like, "Oh, uh, Donovan Keener are the next in line to to take over Galaxy head coach," and I'm like, "For me, yes. they're gonna ruin. They're gonna ruin their reputations here. I, I don't want that that's to happen. That's all that's gonna happen. That's, that's all that's gonna happen. That's all that's gonna happen." They're, they're, all, all that will happen, clearly, all that will happen is they will destroy your hero. 
So and, this and one, make it work. this one for I don't know how to, I don't know what the, B Shaffy four I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, would the Lars I mean, soccer team would would Lars soccer team also known as Barcelona, uh, beat this current Galaxy team? Uh, no, we're horrendously out of shape. <laughs> we're all alcoholics. We're all fat. We're, most of us are fat and alcoholics. I don't think that. I so, um, I would say we, we have a fighting know, like, chance. We we look. We're gonna be like you, you watch. You, you ever watch UFC? Uh, no, not really. We're gonna be like Conor McGregor. If we can catch him in the first two rounds, we got it. But if this goes, if this goes three or more, we have we're out. We're out. We'll give you. We'll give you a good solid six minutes. Um, this one from Absolute Unit. How much of this season can we lay at the uh, at Vanny's feet? Before I answer, that's a great nickname for your penis. This right here is my this is my Absolute Unit. <laughs> this right here, Absolute Unit, baby. Absolute Unit. <laughs> absolute Sorry, Unit, sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> how much of the season can we lay at Vanny's feet? Uh, I don't know, a solid, a very solid chunk. I mean, you're, you're still head coach, and you definitely knew what you were signing on for. Let's just give him a third. We'll do all thirds. Chris Klein a third, Karofsky a third, and then Vanny a third. I'm, you know, I'll, I'll give him – it is hard. I'll give him uh, 65% because it, it's, it's hard because you don't really know who's in charge of what. No, no manager in the world is going to win. When he's only allowed three designated players, and one of them is Kevin Carroll, one of them is 2022 Chicharito, and one of them is Douglas Costa. Like, no manager is going to be successful. No, no manager in Major League Soccer is going to be successful, even if he chose the first two and the last one was Douglas Costa. That's still not going to work. It's also not going to work if you have Ron Sear, who can't play a whole game the entire time he's been here. Cabral, who doesn't deserve to play really anymore at all. Delgado and Brugman get destroyed by terrible MLS teams. Needing to recycle center backs all the time. I don't know whether those are his center backs. I know he's definitely saying he needs new center backs. And he's the reason we keep signing these people. You know, you signed Kulabali. You signed a replacement for him twice. None of them work. And it's going to work. Nobody works. None of it works. So I'll give, you, I'll give him 65. All right. Um, this one from good friend Tick the Wheel sixty four. Any silver linings with this team? Ricky's great. Ricky Pujan is, is, is a phenomenal, phenomenal footballer. It is a shame we will waste this time here. Um, other silver linings. Uh, did Bond have a kid here? Am I misremembering that? That'd be nice. You know what? I'll give one he, major. He, he, he's he's about them sisters too. One major silver lining. Like I spent a lot of years, at per, on a personal level, if you don't mind, I spent a lot of years hating, hating two players, Javier Hernandez and Santi Collection. And on a personal level, it is nice to remove that demon of hatred from me. Sasha is legitimately my favorite player um, this year. And last year, and he's up there for one of my favorite players of all time. Likely the last game-worn jersey that I'll get was a Sasha Collection jersey. Um, the irony of that is not lost on me at all. Um, that's it. Like, 
I don't, I don't know. I, I, I you know, I realize that, that, that. Is there another Vanny out question? I just, I don't want to touch on this. Uh, um, there's another one saying, uh, "What should ha- what should Vanny do the last four games?" But that's not really. It depends on what you think. Whether you think us making the playoffs is a positive thing or a negative thing, and every head coach in the world who's worth their shit will tell you it is better to progress through the plan of what you had than to not. So to that point, making the playoffs is the best thing we can do. You are not going to remove an illness unless you are willing to face what is happening to you. And the best way forward for us long-term is to not make the playoffs again and to root out the evil that sits at the top of the organization. Um, but if we don't make the playoffs, fire Greg and we move forward and that's what happens so to that end I hope we make the playoffs if only to save off what I feel is their inevitable buzzard circling and calls to get rid of Greg but I cannot I cannot emphasize this enough Greg is not the problem Greg is a very big symptom of of an overall infestation inside the host and the illegality that question was from uh, Messi underscore dangerous by the way um, Appreciate you. Let's let's end on this one from uh, uh, Tito Massa. Uh, core seven players you team. want, yeah. Core seven players you want to keep for next year. For next year, yeah. Uh, Let me pull up the roster. I right can now. move on. I can move on from the whole back. From I can move on from all of our goalkeepers. Um, if we kept Bond, Bond's actually not gotten the credit here. He's made some fantastic saves. The last few weeks, um, he has it's like I'll, any I'll like on. any keeper. He has the occasional like, "What are you doing?" And his his distribution is not great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and and the thing is, those are both those are both things that he can work on himself. Yeah. The, where I tend to give him a bit of how about is how about I, how about receives, I, sorry go ahead go ahead. I was going to say where he received shots. If you look at a lot of the goals we gave up just in the last few weeks, last two weeks. Plus three or four, four or five games. You'll see players dragging themselves wildly out of position to try to step to another player who's unmarked, which leaves their guy unmarked. So for Bond, you're going from needing to cut down this very narrow angle to needing to cut down this wide angle because your center back is gone because he is covering the guy who somebody else is, is not. And so he's ending up in these positions where you really bad looking goals are coming. But it in general, seems to regularly come back to Greg Banny's best defense in Major League Soccer that keeps hanging this guy out to dry. So to that point, I'll, I'll, I'll keep Bond, you know, if only because I don't want to see it coming out for another search, and I know Bond can be good on his bed. Hey, let me do, can, like, go let me do this. Go I'm going to run down the roster, and we'll see if you keep or not. How about we do that? I'll see if I can hold, if I can hold it to seven. All right, Daniel Aguirre. Uh, I like him. I, I don't know that I would keep him. Uh, Julian Rojo, you really, really Julian don't have to worry. Tell. Yeah, you don't Julian worry about Bond, you already talked about uh, Brugman. I keep Bond. After this last game, I, don't, I really don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence with him. I'll come back there. He's more positive than negative, though. I, I think he's had more of a positive influence. In, yeah, he's had more bad, good games than bad games. Yeah. Uh, Cabral, I mean, I love. I, I would. I don't know. I to be honest, 
being completely honest with you, I would try to re-sign him on Tam. I really would. Um, I don't. I think taking the designated player tag off of him would release a lot of pressure. From him. And we don't no. have we don't have anyone who runs like he does. No, um, no. I, I, just, I don't know that you can teach him how to. Kick there, are, there are things in his game that you're you're like. If I, I said this to one of my friends, who's like, if he's doing like ten percent better, it would just be it would be a different story. Just uh, just ten yeah. percent better. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's not worth the hassle. That's the thing. He's not yeah. worth the hassle. Uh, Sega Kulabali. I let it go. Uh, do you have we seen enough of Caceres to make a decision? I'd let him go. I Nick saw. DePew. I saw a brother, my brother in Christ, watch that Vancouver game again and tell me you have any room in your heart for Martin Kaiseris or whatever his name is. Awful. Awful. I don't know. Sham- oh, one, of, one of my favorite soccer phrases, shambolic. Shambolic. Shambolic defending. Lazy. Nick DePew. Uh, uh, ooh, I'm actually a DePew. Uh, sorry, you cut off a little bit. What were you saying? I'm a, I'm a fan of Nick. I would probably like him. Okay. Uh, Mark Delgado. Mm. I, 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 again, I'm a fan, but he's in a, a horrendous one. I think he can turn it around. So I could probably keep it. And then he's dealing with like some sort of like that brain fog, some sort of brain thing that's going on with him, like a bone, like a bruised skull or some shit. It's like crazy. I got, I don't know, brother. I got four games to make the playoffs. Get your shit together. Cameron Dunbar. Dump easy all day. Keep him. Uh, you know, what, you know why I'm keeping him? You know why I'm keeping him? I want to be. I want to be exceptionally clear here. You know why I'm keeping Cameron Dunbar? Because it would force Adam Serrano to tweet about black players, and I see clearly how much that bothers me. So I, I would keep Dunbar. Just I would keep Dunbar in the hopes he makes the national team, and Adam Serrano has to tweet about somebody else. Raheem Edwards. Oh man, I can't. The 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 year that dude has had. Man, insane. I don't think I can't recall a player that's had the height he's had and the pick and the lows. <laughs> I can't think. I, you tell me. Can you it's shocking. No, it's it's shocking. The level, yeah. The I mean, level he was un, unplayable. Yeah, unplayable for the first third of the season. Yeah, uh, Marcus Pernis. I, I, I love the kid. I really, I, this is, he's hard because I, I like him as a, I very much like him as a person. I enjoy him as a player. Um, yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep, keep my man in the least for granted. Chase Gasper. Most of the first team anyway. Chase Gasper. I let him go. God damn. Let him oh, go. Jesus Christ. So fast. He, did you see? He that fault for, is that I'll the let him go. I'll did let him, oh, yeah, he, he gives, he gives up the ball and then doesn't track back fast enough for his runner and then well, that's who scores the goal. Or he's ball he watching or something. To be, to be fair, no. He, to be fair, he runs as hard as he can. He's just not very quick. He's white guy fast, and they, so like he he tries to foul the Vancouver player to make up for his giveaway, and then he just gets like bodied off the ball completely, and his turnover that immediately leads to goal. Yeah, he sure. Yeah, I'd le- I'd let him go like his hairline let go. <laughs> <laughs> Grant the Grant Seer. Sorry, brother. Au revoir. Carlos Harvey. 
I'll be um, honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I completely forgot he was on the team. <laughs> he's not. Well, he's not. He's with G2, but yeah. Um, Chicharito. Gotta go. Gone. Jovalik. What if are you on the fence with this one? Buddy, you, you might be you might be on, on Lonely Island with that one, sir. Uh, this is controversy now, like at the end of the yeah. show. Well it's is he don't don't play know, don't play on the fence. Let's hear let's hear what you gotta say, man. I completely honest with you. I like him a lot. It's always interesting to me in football with guys who are exceptionally uh, uh, dependable off the bench, and then you start them and you don't get it. And when he starts, he doesn't get it very infrequently. He's getting more opportunities and more time, and no one's calling out the fact that when he is on the field, he's not producing a great deal. It's very, very reminiscent to that Geo year where I think he scored – he scored seven goals in a month, and then he scored seven goals for the rest of the season. But if you look at it, he scored 14 goals. But really, he scored seven goals in four weeks, and then it took the rest of the season for him to get seven more goals. Dijon had a, a, a brilliant run, brilliant run in the middle where he was he was scoring and he was very effective. But we talked about it on the show. I tweeted about it a bunch of times. What happened if your whole season it, it was an indicator of the whole you're if you're 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 maintaining pace because of this Lapon esque return from a guy you know is not Lapon for him. What's gonna happen? That is not gonna slow down. Exactly where we ended up. I don't know that we can't do better. I know that these people picking players can't do better. But for that point, I would, I would, you know what? I'm talking myself into it. I would keep him because I know they fuck up the person. <laughs> uh, Justin, uh, Justin, Preston Judd. I only get seven, and I got to count like the G2 players do the four roster. I'll keep Preston. Uh, Jonathan Klinsman. Uh, uh, I can't waste a spot on the back of you. Yeah. Sorry. I'll move I can't wait. Sasha. Again, this is why he'd be president. He's on. He's on, He's going to. He's your next. Sasha's gone. He's going to be on your co- on your coach's roster. Sasha can stay here as long as you want. Take the boots out of out of the cold hand. Uh, Leardom. Yeah, you got what the fuck you doing here. He's still uh, a founder to me. Jalen Neal. Keep him. Keep him. Uh, Pug, Ricky Pug. Keep him for however long we've we've talked Barcelona into acting like he's not their player anymore. Build it around him. Uh, Jonathan Perez. Build around him. The exact opposite of what I said. <laughs> uh, I like Jonathan Perez. Keep him. Yes. Uh, uh, Adam Saldana. Let him go. And I like him a lot. I'm just yeah. that Richard Sanchez. Let him go. Yep, gone. Although he's a very fine, he's a fine keeper, but he's not. Like I got Eric Lopez. Villafania. Gone. 
I'm glad you got to play for the Galaxy like you wanted to. Victor Vasquez. You gotta go. Derek Williams. Eh. Nah. It's it's clear. It's weird because it's clear Vanny likes him, but he does make a lot of mistakes. But he keeps rotating his partner. So it's like he 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 sees something in Williams, but he's trying to work it out. And it, it's it's just not happening. He's trying and, to find the pair. Makes me wonder if it's Williams. Yeah, and it, it, you know, and the Williams credit keep pairing him with very very shitty center. Yeah, we paired him with Koulibaly. We paired him with with Zabaleta. We paired him with Kaiseris. Like we're pairing him with awful players. And, and so uh, you know, you want to bail him out of there, but I don't know. I'm not, I'll be honest. Infrequently, Zabaleta. No. Douglas Costa. Fuck no. One of the worst players we've ever had. And Embarrassingly then... bad. Embarrassingly bad. When I say, you understand, understand, understand something. Hang on. Hang on. Here we go. When I say, when I say one of the worst players we've ever had, when I say one of the worst players we've ever had, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking about comparing him to, um, Colin Clark or comparing him to Robbie Roger. When I say one of the worst players you've ever had, I'm comparing him to like who was at the game? Adam Fry was at the game. Zach Ibsen was at the game. Like I'm comparing him, I'm comparing him to everyone. One of the worst players we have ever seen. Ever. The fact that he was the third designated player when they knew Cabral was the second. It's treasonous. Gun to your head. Douglas Costa or Eduardo Dominguez. And for what? Like, you have to pick one of those two to be your player. Like, same. Does the money the, uh, is the money the same? Yeah. Does no like they would cost you the same amount of money to be on your team. Yeah, they choose one. Do you choose Costa? Costa. People really don't understand how how big of a piece of shit Eduardo Dominguez was. (laughs) It's really hard to, and and there's been, you know, it's a vintage. It it has, it has, uh, it's like putting wine in the canter. Now it's opened up the hatred of Eduardo Dominguez. That's, that's, it's a deep hate for Eduardo Dominguez, man. Yeah. This is a cultured Eduardo Dominguez hatred. Uh, Costa just, He's a footballer, and he's a footballer in a team he doesn't seem to want to be at, and that's you know that's what that is. So he chose us, man. He could have been anywhere. He chose us. Um, last Motiv- players motivating, motivating South American players has always been hard. It's just it's back to the game. Efrain Alvarez. I'm gonna be generous. I'm gonna be a good person, and I'm gonna say sell uh, or let go. <laughs> that's that's generous. Whatever it is, yeah. Oh, it's definitely generous. This is what's hard, man. I want Efren. I you you've been to GT game. Remember when Efren was playing at GT? Yeah, I loved that kid. Oh I yeah, loved that kid, man. It's not that I liked him. I loved watching that kid play. Brilliant, rare brilliance in the American soccer. Efrain Alvarez at GQ, USL. If you missed it, I feel bad for you, son. 
it was really Efren Alvarez and Ethan Zubak and the, and the partnership in USL. Oh my God. It was like watching Keenan Donovan again. Beautiful. Beautiful to watch him too. He doesn't want it bad enough. Not I, blame, I blame it on the baby. You know, no, you know who I blame it on. You know who I blame it on. They set that kid up to fail and it's wrong and they should feel bad about it. No, I'm talking about the galaxy as a whole. Oh, the okay. galaxy as a whole set that kid up to fail, man. They put him I in was, position. I thought it was gonna be the quote from Zlatan where he's like, This is the best player in MLS. It was a clear insult. Like for me, it, as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, he's obviously dogging the entire league. How are you guys dumb enough to not understand it? They didn't want him, they didn't, they were so they they were so hard to have a Mexican American come through the Galaxy Academy that they blew that kid's fucking head up. And fans, and I've told them this, old Galaxy exec in charge of a similar department to the people who would blow up his head just so that I don't, I don't get too close to anybody. I have told people who work for them, you understand, fans, we, are supposed to blow that kid's head up. That's our job in this in the relationship. There's a relationship. There's the fans to the players, the fans to the club, the players to the fans, the players to the club, the club to the players, the clubs to the fans, what have you, to the, the club to the community. We all have relationships. Our job as fans, as supporters, is to tell these players, keep fucking going, man. You're representing your community. You're representing your people. Representing us, keep fucking going and grinding shit up. That's our job in the relationship. Our job is to blow these dudes up. Our job, ooh, I hope that is in a clip of the CNA catch. Our job is to, is to make these kids feel like, hey, if you make it, look where you get to go. That's our that's our role in this relationship. As a club, as the organization, it is not your role. To go find a 17, 18 year old kid and go, you're the fucking dude. You're you're it. You don't know. They didn't tell you. You made it. You're the man. You're on this billboard. You're on that billboard. You're on that mural. You're on that mural. You fucking made it, kid. You're the shit. You're what we've been looking for. And then to have every single coach that he has had in the last four seasons repeatedly go, you ain't it. You need to work harder. Every single coach, you need to work hard. You ain't it. You're not there yet. So how does that kid go back to the club and where the club is? You're, you're fucking it, man. You're the dream. You're what we've been waiting for all this time. But then he hits the field, and the coach is like, nah, can't do it. What happens? You have a consistent, consistently underperforming youth player. Go to the coach reporting. Go to the coach and say, I need to I need to be starting wiring. Reportedly, this ain't not this ain't not spewing bullshit. This is someone else reporting. We have a youth player who consistently underperforms, goes to his manager and says, it's not happening. I need to be starting. And then to have that same player reportedly go, it's time for me to leave. He's not leaving because of coaches, and he ain't leaving because of fans. He's leaving because the club put him in a position to believe he was better than he was and was more of a finished owner than he was. I would sell him to be generous so that he, hopefully he can be young enough to learn how to go be a football because no one is going to pay him more based on what he's currently doing. I hope he changes. And I don't want to be definitive about some shit. 
I would be generous to the young man and let him out of his deal. And I wouldn't even sell him and let him out of his deal because no one is going to pay for him but the galaxy value him at for the year he built the track. It's just not going to happen unless, unless they are really, really bought in on Greg. Are they going to let that kid go? But I hope they let him go so he has a chance to fucking get that head squared away and knuckle back down and start working like he was working with GP. Because I, I, at least when he gets brought in the field, he looks like he expects to be playing more than he is. And it's nonsensical given what he's produced for four years, not for this season, not for a couple games, for four years, inconsistent, inconsistent on the first team for four years. One moment here and there for four years. When Julian leaves, when Julian gets sold in the, in the winter, like Efrain Alvarez will be the longest tenured player on the gap. He's not a youth internet. He's not a youth player. He's not some academy kid. He's the longest tenured player on the first team. I would sell him in the hopes that he would get his career back. Because I genuinely wish him the best because I loved watching him play. I loved watching him. He was in the second team. Yep. On that note, anything else before we head out of here, dude? I can't fucking believe he can make it that shit. I stopped thinking about it for two days and now <laughs> That's all. Oh, man. fucking believe it. All right. On that note, we love you guys. Uh, hopefully, we can get back here next week and uh, and do this podcast for you. Missed you, sir. Missed you, sir. You can catch us on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Go find us. Uh, I will try to upload this on YouTube. So if it's not, you know, but it might be. Um, whatever. Yeah, whatever. All right. Love you, brother. We'll see you next week. That's my new call sign. Okay. Scoot, scoot, scoot.